Welcome to the Padres Post Game Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Post Game Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. Here's the 1-0. Camposano hits it in the air to deep left. Jones is back. Going to watch. Going to go. Three-run homer, Luis Camposano. Padres are back in front. It's 5-3 here in the third. Luis Camposano with one of three home runs for the Padres here tonight as they hang on for an 11-9 win in this series opener against the Colorado Rockies. Padres have won a fifth in a row. They win the opener of this three-game series and the opener of this final six-game homestand here in the regular season of 2023. Sam Levitt with you live here at Petco Park inside the Western Metal Building as we wrap this one up. Padres Get a nice win. The offense, the big story in this one, 11 runs on 15 hits. Padres had an 11-3 lead in this game. The Rockies made it really interesting. I think a lot more interesting than what you anticipated after it was 11-3. Rockies getting two in the sixth inning, two in the eighth inning, two in the ninth inning. Josh Hader had to come in, pick up his 30th save of the year. But all in all, the Padres really exploding from innings two through five, two in the second, three in the third, two in the fourth inning, and four in the fifth inning. Home runs in this game for Luis Campusano, for Eggy Rosario, the second of his major league career, and for Garrett Cooper. Lot to wrap up on our post-game show. When we come back, we'll have all the radio highlights for you. Recap this game in its entirety. Plus, we'll go downstairs here from Padres manager Bob Melvin. And I just spoke with Eggy Rosario down on the field right after tonight's game. So we'll get to all that. Again, the final score, Padres 11, Rockies 9, as the Padres win a fifth in a row. And by the way, tomorrow they go for a sixth consecutive win. That is something they didn't do even last season. So the Padres trying to get hot here at the very end of the season. Five straight wins, and they win the series opener against Colorado. Postgame show continues from Petco Park after this on the Padres Radio Network. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight, Padres 11 and the Rockies 9 as the Padres improved to 73 and 78. Rockies dropped to 56 and 94. Padres scoring 11 runs on 15 hits here tonight. Big offensive days for a number of different players. Xander Bogarts had three hits in this game. In fact, he came a home run shy of the cycle in this one. Fernando Tatis Jr. had a couple of hits, also had a run scored once. Soto had two hits, picked up RBIs 99 and 100. Luis Camposano, a three-hit game. He continues to really impress, including a three-run home run. Garrett Cooper, the home run. Matthew Bannon had a couple of hits. Eggy Rosario had a couple of hits. And we have a lot to do here in our post-game coverage. We'll have all the radio highlights for you in just a moment. We'll also hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. And I caught up with Eggy Rosario down on the field after the game. So a lot to get to as we break this one down. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as the Padres win a fifth in a row. How did it happen? Let's find out. 
Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F-750s and motorhomes. Game started pretty quietly. A scoreless first inning for both Michael Waka and Ty Block. Rockies rallied, though, in the top of the second. A single, an error. There were runners on first and second with two men away for Brendan Rodgers. Two on and two out for Brendan Rodgers. Right-handed batter lines the first pitch down the left field line. That'll get down for a base hit. Soto's got to play it on a hop. Montero rounding third. He'll come in to score. It's an unearned run and a 1-0 Rocky lead in the second. That's all the Rockies got in the top half. In the bottom half of the inning, the Padres got it going. Luis Campusano hit a leadoff single. Garrett Cooper was next. 0-1, Cooper hits it hard in the air to deep center. Doyle's tracking it, heading back at the wall. Gonna go! Two-run homer, Koopa Loop. Padres hop right in front now. It's 2-1 in the second inning. But Colorado responded. In the top of the third, Charlie Blackman hit a leadoff single. Ezekiel Tovar dug in. 2-2, two two. Tovar hits it in the air down the left field line. That's going to be a fair ball. That's going to go all the way to the wall. Soto picks it up on the warning track. Blackman motoring around third. He's on his way. Bogart's relay to the plate is not in time. And behind the play, Tovar goes into third base. Tie game 2-2 here in the third inning. And that is Tovar's team leading 34th double of the season. Chris Bryant then struck out, but the Rockies weren't done. Nolan Jones at the plate. 1-1 to Jones, hit on the ground sharply through the left side and a base hit. Tovar will come in and score from third base. An RBI single for Nolan Jones, and the Rockies are back in front. It's 3-2. But again, the Padres answered in the bottom half. There were two on with two out for Luis Campusano. Here's the 1-0. Campusano hits it in the air to deep left. Jones is back, going to watch, going to go. Three-run homer, Luis Campusano. Padres are back in front. It's 5-3 here in the third. The seventh home run of the season for Luis Campusano, part of a three-hit day for Luis. Padres then got back to work in the bottom of the fourth inning with two outs and nobody on. Eggy Rosario dug in. Here's Eggy Rosario. Swings at the first pitch, hammers it in the air. Deep to left field. Jones is back. This one going to go. Third of the night for the Padres. It's been Cooper and Campusano, and now Eggy Rosario second in the big leagues, 6-3 San Diego. The two out hits kept on coming. Xander Bogart singled, Fernando Tatis Jr. singled. There were runners on first and second for Juan Soto. Two and one to Soto. Here's the pitch, and a hard hit grounder right side. Off Bryant's glove, deflects beyond Rodgers into right field. Bogart's rounding third, he's going to score. Blackman's throw comes into second, an RBI single for Soto, and a 7-3 Padre lead. That was it for Ty Block. He gave up seven runs in just three and two-thirds innings. On to the bottom of the fifth inning, Padres still leading 7-3. Matthew Batten hit a one-out double. With two outs, it was Eggy. 1-2 hit hard up the middle. That's on the ground into center field and a base hit. Batten is rounding third. He'll come in to score. Another one. Eggy Rosario, an RBI single. And an 8-3 Padre lead in the fifth. Xander Bogart's walk to put runners on first and second. Fernando Tatis Jr. hit a ground ball to third. A nice diving stop on it by Ryan McMahon. He threw low to first base. Chris Bryant couldn't dig it out. As it bounced away, Rosario came racing for home. He scored Padres at a 9-3 lead. With Fernando Tatis Jr. on first base and Bogart's on third, this happened. 
Toddy runs, pitches low, throw down to second base, into center field. Bogarts was on his way home anyway. He's going to score as Fernando goes to third base, and it's 10-3. Juan Soto was next. Soto hard hit grounder through the right side and a base hit. Tatis will come in to score. It is 11-3 and the 100th RBI of the season for Juan Soto. Juan Soto stays hot, 99-100 and 100 as far as RBIs here tonight. And the Padres scoring two in the second, three in the third, two in the fourth inning, and four in the fifth inning to open up what was an 11-3 lead. But the Rockies slowly but surely battled their way back. They chipped away little by little. In the sixth inning against Nick Hernandez, they scored a couple of runs. They scored two more in the eighth inning against Tom Cosgrove. So we went to... The top of the ninth inning, Padres still with a relatively comfortable 11-7 lead. Luis Garcia came in, top of the ninth inning, gave up, uh, gave up a one-out infield single to Nolan Jones. Then an RBI double with two men away to Elias Diaz. That made it an 11-8 game. A single to Ryan McMahon, an RBI single to Brendan Rodgers. That made it an 11-9 game. All of a sudden, and by the way, I should mention, before McMahon came up, Josh Hader came into the game. So all of a sudden, it was a save opportunity for Josh Hader. The Rockies had the tying runs on first and second base with two men away in the ninth inning. The game left up to Brenton Doyle, who represented the go-ahead run. Hader against Doyle, with Hader looking for save number 30 on the year. Here's the 1-0. Swing and a fly ball down the right field line, deep. Tatis into the corner, in front of the porch, on the track, he makes the catch, and the ball game is over. Brenton Doyle missed, not by much, but he missed. And Josh Hader collects his 30th save of the year. The Padres have won five straight. A little bit of a wacky one here tonight at Petco as the Padres beat the Rockies 11-9. A wacky one indeed. Padres had an 11-3 lead. Rockies got the go-ahead run to the plate in the ninth inning. Not exactly how you drew it up with Josh Hader on the mound picking up the save after it was 11-3. But you know what? The Padres will take it. They win a fifth straight game, and they take the opener of this three-game series and this six-game homestand. Final totals here tonight for the Padres. 11 runs, 15 hits, one error. And for Colorado, nine runs, 13 hits, and two errors. Let's go downstairs and hear some post-game reaction. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard, the Cook's Asian resource. Bob, 10 or more runs in four of your last 10 ball games. What are you seeing difference out of this offense? Is it more patient, more aggressive, just not missing mistakes? What, what do you see differently? We're just in a better place. You know, we've run one of those things where we haven't been able to get to all year where it just feels good. You feel like you're going to score. You feel like you can add on. There's a looseness to how we're playing right now. Um, and that's why we've played our best baseball here the last five games or so. Actually, the last seven or eight. Juan had 30 home runs, 100 walks. Tonight he gets his 100th RBI. It's a pretty interesting and impressive batch of numbers right there. Yep. This is for a guy that started off the first month hitting 202. How impressive has his season turned out to be? Uh, you play 162 games, those numbers are probably going to show up for him somewhere if he's healthy. So <clears throat> his start wasn't great, but you know it's it's what he does and what he's done basically every year. So 
Um, he's on a roll right now, and he can, you know, put some numbers up in a hurry. And like you said, those are a lot of nice round numbers he's accomplished. Campusano, another great night at the yep. plate, and it seems like he's doing everything right now. He's hitting that ball opposite field, goes down and hits a changeup for a home yeah. run. What, what have you seen different out of him? It's just a really good approach. Um, you know, he's got power, and then with two strikes, he shortens up and puts it in play and gives himself a chance. You know, sometimes, you know, those hits in the middle of the diamond, when you're giving yourself a chance to go the other way and see it a little bit longer, the hits add up for you. So he's done a fantastic job, you know, not only in this stretch right now, but basically the entire year. You mentioned looseness. You guys are playing with looseness. What what do you attribute that to? <laughs> I, you know what, if I knew, I, you know, it's just it, it's a feeling that, you know, teams go through stretches during the season where you just feel like you're going to score, you feel like you're going to win before you even go out there. And for the first time this year, it kind of feels like that. Now we have to continue to do it, but this is the best it's kind of felt, and you probably feel it as well. You know, we're going to score some runs, and we get good at bats across the board. You know, we have some guys at the at the bottom of the order that are contributing that haven't played here all year. So it's just a really good feeling right now. Juan said, "I, I, you know what, we got to not." think about that right now we'll add them all up later right now we just have to continue to try to play well and finish regardless finish out the season strong and have a good feeling what did you did, did you take any time to kind of appreciate the fans tonight knowing that Petco Park did set the attendance record and what did you kind of make of the, the atmosphere tonight and all season I yeah you walk out on a Monday night and you look up in that far corner and left field and that kind of tells you what the attendance is going to be and there's people there early. You know, it's going to be, what, another sellout or close to it. Broke a attendance record today. That's been the most consistent part of this season is the fans showing up. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from down by the clubhouse here at Petco Park after the Padres get an 11-9 win over the Colorado Rockies. Sam Levitt with you here inside the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as we wrap this one up. And you'll hear my one-on-one -on -one conversation. Well, really, uh, one, uh, well, my conversation with... Uh, <laughs> Eggy Rosario uh, coming up here in just a little bit, so stay tuned for that. Uh, he was one of the uh, heroes of tonight's game. Uh, the home run by him, the home run by Cooper, and uh, the home run uh, by uh, uh, Luis Camposano as well. You'll hear that conversation coming up. A couple of, uh, of notes on what Bob Melvin had to say there. Number one, let's start with the attendance. 42,062 in the building here tonight. 56th sellout of the season here at Petco Park. And like you heard Bob Melvin allude to, get asked about there, a new Petco Park attendance record. The original record was in 2004, the inaugural season here in this building of uh, 3,016,752. The number after tonight, the 56th sellout of the season, 3,029,009. So not only will uh, this season crush that record, or I should say surpass that record, but it'll crush it. It really will because we've got five more games remaining on this homestand, and I'd be willing to bet that uh, a handful of them are, are going to be sellouts. So uh, it's going to crush that record of 04. And, uh, hey, credit to you, the fans. I've said it for weeks and weeks, months now. You've been tremendous. You've been tremendous, absolutely tremendous, win or lose with all the uh, the frustrations around this season for really the, the first uh, 
140 games or so, and uh, you, you've continued to show up, including here tonight, another great crowd. So salute to you. You continue to uh, j- just be incredible uh, on the fan side of things. Uh, you heard Bob Melvin mention the looseness, and you can see it. You really can, and, and you can see it whether you're watching here at the ballpark, whether you're watching on TV. You can really feel it right now. They are seemingly playing with a, a lot of confidence. And I'll put it this way, and I, I can't you know, quantify this right now with a number of some sort, but it does feel like offensively things are coming as easy as they've come all year. Now, the last four games against some not-so-good pitching and competition in the A's and the Rockies, and that is part of it. But it is the same team that won two out of three in L.A. last week. That's a very good team, certainly much better than the A's and the Rockies. But there does seem to be a confidence and a looseness uh, for whatever reason. It, you know, is obviously late, but um, it is here. And they have won five straight games. And again here tonight, the thing you marvel at, and this was the theme over the weekend in Oakland, it was one through nine in this lineup. Xander Bogarts continues to be terrific with three hits. Luis Campusano is really impressing. It's something I talked about earlier today on the morning show, Ben and Woods, during my weekly appearance. He continues to really impress. He had a super impressive swing on a home run here tonight. He got down to one knee and golfed it out of here. And he had three hits, and he showed a great two-strike approach in the second inning. I'm very, very impressed with what Luis Camposano continues to do, both at the plate with the bat and what he does behind the plate. I mean, he and you can hear Bob Melvin talk about it pregame today, postgame today. I think he's impressing a lot of people. And you look at the batting average right now, in well more than 100 at-bats on the year, he's batting 307. So, Look, hope Luis keeps on doing what he's doing because I think he's opening a lot of eyes right now, the way he's hitting the baseball, driving the baseball. But even beyond that, some of just the situational hitting, the two-strike approach to me has been awfully impressive from Luis Camposano. And the Padres, again, continue to get production out of the bottom of this lineup with names that, let's be honest, you did not expect to be in this lineup uh, in September when this year began. Guys like Matthew Batten. Two more hits tonight, a run scored. Eggy Rosario, the home run, also had an RBI single. A couple of runs scored. Uh, Garrett Cooper, the two-run home run out of the sixth spot here tonight. Just really good stuff all the way around. Um, look, they're trying to get back to 500. I realize the record is what it is, 73 and 78. The standings, they are where they are. Um, I don't really know what to tell you about that right now. I think you would still rather them play Really good baseball here down the stretch, and that is what they're doing right now. They're 11-5 and five in the month of September, and they've won five in a row. And again, you heard Bob Melvin allude to it there. Yeah, there does seem to be a certain looseness to him right now that I don't know that we've seen really throughout the year. So, hey, win's a win, and uh, you play who you play. Right now the Padres playing the A's, and, and the Rockies here, Cardinals coming up. These are teams that have really uh, struggled all year, but... Uh, The Padres continue to pick up W's here in the month of September. When we come back, I'll chat with Eggy Rosario, one of tonight's heroes, plus we have many more of our daily awards coming up. Full out-of-town scoreboard, and we will take your phone calls a little bit later as well. Phone number, as always, if you want to get in line, 833-288-0973. Again, 833-288-0973. Another thing we may do a little bit later on the postgame, 
me go back and hear what Manny Machado had to say earlier today inside the Padres clubhouse. Just get you up to speed on that in case you missed it earlier. It was uh, it was a big day as far as, well, I don't know if news is the right word, but we heard Manny pretty extensively today talk about his elbow, talk about what sounds like going to be uh, a likely surgery for him either in the offseason, I would assume pretty early in the offseason, or even before this season is over as he continues uh, to uh, be in and out of the lineup. He's only DHing right now. We know the, the deal with all that, but clearly it is something that is very much bothering Manny and uh, sounds like something that's that's going to need surgery. So Manny spoke with the media extensively today. He, he talked a lot about the elbow, what's going on with that. So I do want to also revisit that, and uh, we'll also continue to break down this game. Again, the final score, Padres 11, Rockies 9. Postgame show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight, Padres 11 and the Rockies 9. Sam Levitt with you here in our postgame coverage from Petco Park as we wrap this one up. Still a lot to break down. We have more of our daily awards to give out. We'll continue to do that. You'll hear my conversation with Eggy Rosario in just a moment. And if you want to get a phone call in, you can. 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. The phone number to call. If you would rather get involved on social media, you can do that as well. Tweet at me at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Instagram DMs open there too. Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Let me know what you're thinking about the Padres right now. Five straight wins. Better late than never, I suppose. And obviously uh, some pretty interesting uh, news, comments from Manny Machado today regarding uh, that elbow and the possible surgery. And again, uh, we will uh, uh, play some of those comments from Manny about that elbow coming up a little bit later in the postgame show in case you missed it earlier today. And uh, we can discuss... Everything you want to talk about here tonight as the Padres win a fifth straight 11-9 over the Rockies. One of the real bright spots for the Padres here tonight, Eggy Rosario, his second major league home run in the fourth inning solo shot. That made it a 6-0 game. It was the start of a, a big two-out rally for the Padres because after that, Xander Bogart singled, Fernando Tatis Jr. singled, Juan Soto an RBI single, and just like that, the Padres had a 7-3 lead at the end of four innings. Rosario, in the fifth inning, had an RBI single. That made it a 9-3 game, scored a run later in that inning. So a really nice night for Eggy Rosario, who, look, is getting playing time right now because of Manny Machado uh, DHing when he's in the lineup. Rosario's getting a real chance to play third base with uh, some some pretty good regularity here right now. And, uh, hey, here tonight took advantage of it. And uh, Rosario, a couple of home runs in uh, the last week and a half or so. The one in Houston, his first major league home run, and the one here tonight. I caught up with Eggy down on the field right after the game alongside translator Danny Sanchez. Eggy, let's go back to the home run. You attacked the first pitch. What was your approach in that at-bat? Bueno, el batazo cuando lo sacaste uh, el primer, en el primer pitch, uh, ¿qué estabas pensando ahí en ese turno? 
Eh, no, solo estaba tratando de buscar un picheo bueno y hacer un buen contacto. Eh, me estaba tirando mucho los picheos bajitos y trataba de buscar alto en la zona. I was just trying to look for a good pitch, you know, look for a good pitch in the zone. He was throwing me a lot of stuff down in the zone, so I was just trying to get something up and take advantage of it. Eggy, your first home run here at Petco Park in front of a sold-out crowd. What was your emotions rounding those bases? Bueno, las emociones cuando estaba corriendo las bases aquí con tu primer home run en casa en Petco Park. Una emoción muy grande, un sueño hecho realidad, en verdad. Da un home run aquí con el equipo que yo empecé mi carrera y todavía estoy aquí. Una emoción grande. Yeah, really a lot of emotions, uh, really a dream come true, you know, to be able to do that here in this park with the team that, you know, gave me a chance and that I've started my career with, uh, really is a dream come true, a lot of a lot of good emotions. Eggy, you worked your way back from the injury earlier in the year. Now you're here contributing to wins for the Major League Ball Club. What does that mean to you? Bueno, ¿qué significa, obviamente, temprano la temporada con la lesión y ahora estás aquí ayudando al equipo a ganar en las victorias? No, muy importante, aparte de que vine de una lesión, siempre me mantuve positivo, perdí cinco meses, alrededor de cinco meses, pero nunca dejé de trabajar y siempre me mantuve positivo. Yeah, you know, I always try to maintain the positivity, you know, obviously I lost five months of the season, you know, with the injury earlier, uh, but I try to stay positive and happy to be here helping the team out. Eggy, thanks so much. Great job tonight. Gracias. That was Eggy Rosario alongside translator Danny Sanchez after the game. Big day for Rosario, the home run, two RBIs on the day. And if you didn't know, Eggy Rosario, he suffered a, an ankle injury while playing winter ball. And uh, we found out about that, and I think that's when it Well, I'm not sure when exactly it happened, but um, he, uh, he landed on the 60-day IL. That was back in early February. And remember, he, he really missed uh, spring training, and he did not play until August. So, you know, it's been a long year for Eggy Rosario. So good for him, getting back healthy and now being here in the major leagues and, and contributing uh, to some wins here. So very good stuff for Eggy Rosario. Good for him. Uh, tough year to begin with the injury, the ankle injury. And then uh, he was out for a while, but back in there now and uh, doing some nice things for the Padres. So credit to Aggie Rosario, a, a key part in tonight's win for the Padres, 11-9 over the Colorado Rockies. Let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game brought to you by the grilling store at hillcrest ace hardware from traeger and weber to the big green egg all your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the grilling store at hillcrest ace hardware our ace pitcher of the game here tonight i'm going with michael waka today's starting pitcher and we haven't said a lot about waka uh, in regards to this game here tonight as we recap it and break it down because the offense really was the story and then the Rockies chipping away and getting right back in this game over the course of a few innings that was the other ultimate big story in this game but Michael Waka five innings three runs given up two of those earned didn't walk anybody struck out six for Waka on the night 91 pitches 61 for strikes he was pretty good had trouble in the second, but again, that run in the second was unearned. Error at shortstop by Xander Bogarts in that inning. In the third, gave up two runs on three hits. Single to Blackman, Tovar, RBI double, RBI single to Nolan Jones. But what I liked about Waka's outing, and this is really why, to me, I'm giving him ace pitcher of the game here tonight. 
Padres get the three-run home run from Luis Camposano in the bottom half of the third. At that point, it's only a 5-3 game, and Waka proceeds to retire the next six in a row. One, two, three, fourth inning, one, two, three, fifth inning. He retired the final eight batters he faced in this game. So from that perspective, Waka did a nice job once the Padres took the lead, keeping it that way and allowing the Padres to build a big lead in this game. Because keep in mind, after five innings, it was 11-3. to So Waka was shaky in the second and the third, but really settled back in in the fourth and the fifth. And for that reason, did a good enough job here tonight. He's our ace pitcher of the game. When we come back here on the Padres Radio Network, we will start taking, uh, well, we, will, we will start taking, some of your phone calls, 833-288-0973. The phone number, 833-288-0973. If you want to wait on hold for a little bit, we will get to your phone calls. We'll also revisit some of what Manny Machado had to say about the situation with his elbow and what sounds like surgery coming up for Manny at some point here uh, over the next few weeks. So we'll play what Manny had to say earlier today we'll also continue to break down this game give out our nightly awards take a look at the full out of town scoreboard and also get to your phone calls so still a lot to do as we wrap things up on this monday night here at petco park what a night it was padres get 11 runs on 15 hits in front of the 56th sellout here in downtown san diego 42,000 plus in the building setting a new petco park attendance record still with five games to go here in downtown San Diego this season. Post-game show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you here inside the loft at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. As we break this one down, Padres win it 11-9 over the Colorado Rockies. Padres pick up their 73rd win. Rockies take their 94th loss of the season. And we'll see if the Padres can make it six straight wins tomorrow. Keep in mind. In all of 2022, the Padres never won six in a row. They won five on three separate occasions, but they never won six straight games in 2022. So if the Padres do get a win tomorrow, believe it or not, it would be the Padres' first six-game win streak since the 2021 season hard to believe right for a team last year they did win 89 games in the regular season that is hard to believe but it's true it's true if the Padres win tomorrow they will do something that they haven't done this year so far and they didn't do last year either in winning six consecutive games so we'll see what tomorrow brings but still a lot to do here on our post game show tonight let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Relief pitcher of the game here tonight. I think it's pretty simple, honestly. Scott Barlow. Struck out the side in the seventh inning. Got Chris Bryant, Nolan Jones, Alaris Montero, 3-4-5 in the Rockies lineup. When he came in, it was an 11-5 game. And 
to be honest, here tonight, it's sort of process of elimination with the other relievers because Nick Hernandez had a tough inning, a tough second appearance in the major leagues for Nick. Gave up two runs in an inning, walked two, also hit a batter in this game to bring in a run with the bases loaded. Tom Cosgrove had a, a tough inning, gave up two runs on two hits, walked one. Luis Garcia had that tough ninth inning. Josh Hader then came in and would allow the RBI base hit to get the go-ahead run to the plate. So you look up and down the relief court here today, and Scott Barlow struck out the side pretty simply on 15 pitches. So for that reason, Scott Barlow, our relief pitcher of the game here tonight. Now let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? <laughs> let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Our player of the game here tonight, really a lot of different ways we could go with this. Certainly Luis Camposano deserving Three-run home run, single and a run scored in this game. Cooper's home run, Rosario the home run, but looking up and down the lineup, I'm going with Xander Bogarts. Three for four, three runs scored, a double, a triple, home run shy of the cycle. He was a major part of the rallies in the third, fourth, and fifth innings. So for that reason, player of the game here tonight, we're going with Sander Bogarts, who continues to have a very, very good month of September. His batting average for the year, by the way, is up to 279. And he could end up hitting 280-something, or if he really stays hot, like 290. That's, you know, considering some of the struggles for Xander in the middle part of the year, that is, that could end up being very impressive for him, really, at the end of the year, if he can get his batting average in the 280s or even higher. And so far here in the month of September, something we talked about pregame, he's batting 458 in 15 games this month. Now, eight doubles, a triple, three homers, six RBIs. He's scored 17 runs already in the 15 games. He's got an on-base percentage this month of 508, an OPS of 1288. So, look, Xander Bogart's having a very, very good month of September. And hopefully a sign of things to come. This is the kind of player he's been. It should not be a surprise that when he is seemingly healthy, that wrist is feeling good that he's producing. It shouldn't be. This is the guy he was in Boston. Now, has it all been good this year? Has he had rough stretches? Yes. But you hope this is what you see for the most part in 2024. And he's having a really strong finish to the year right now. So Xander Bogarts, for all those reasons, including the three hits, three runs scored here tonight, our player of the game. All right, let's go to the phones, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. And again, we will play what Manny Machado had to say about his elbow before we go to our next break, so stay tuned for that. We'll also actually play what Bob Melvin had to say about him playing right now, not necessarily getting this surgery right away uh, before the end of the year, so we'll get into all that uh, coming up as well. Let's go to La Mesa. It's Brian on the Padres post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Hi, Brian. Hey, Sam. Hope you're having a good night, man. Yeah, I am. How are you? Doing all right. Doing all right. Hold on. Let me uh, get this. Um, 
Yeah, so I had a little uh, good cop, bad cop going on uh, with the pods. You know, I think uh, starting off, obviously, with the bad, always end on the good. They seem to be picking it up right at the end, right when all the pressure's off. You know, uh, everything kind of cooled down, all the expectations dropped, and uh, sure enough, here they come on strong. And we finally get to kind of see what this team's made of and what they could really do. And they finally got a streak over, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, three games, you know. So really uh, good for the boys, but uh, bad timing, you know, kind of a little too late on that. Yeah. Well, Brian, look, I think, um, I think, yeah, go ahead. Keep going. No, 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 no. You go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah, Brian, look, I, 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 your point's well taken. I, I don't disagree with you. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> look, they're playing well right now to their credit. They've won five in a row. I, I agree with what, you know, we heard from Bob Melvin earlier. There does seem to be a, a sort of looseness they're playing with right now. Offensively, it's been very good. They're getting contributions up and down the lineup from guys, you know, that have not been here for the most part this season, guys like Batten, guys like Rosario, you know, Camposano, you could even add into that mix because of the injury. I mean, wasn't here for an extended period, and, and he's been great lately. Um, you know, look, does it make up for still sitting at 73 and 78 after all that? No. Um, does it erase what's happened in the last four or five months? No. But you know, Brian, I I, I, I don't I don't you know I, I don't know what else um, I don't know what else you know to say really. I mean, I, I suppose you'd rather them play well here down the stretch. And look, is it is it about there being pressure off? I don't know. Maybe uh, they do seem to be playing very loose right now. Of course, when they play like this, it does make you you know kind of wonder where this was for so long. That's that's absolutely you know fair, but. Yeah, it's it is what it is, you know, and um I suppose if I'm a fan, I'd rather see them finish strong and be able to I suppose take any bit of that into next year with a core that is likely to be very much the same. You know, you hope you can build on something. There's a full off season in between, you know, now and next spring training, so I don't know how much that applies, but you know, yeah, look, it's it's they're playing some of their best baseball at the very end of the year and and yes, it does make you you wonder kind of where this was for 130, 140 games, but uh, you know, Brian, it it sort of is what it is. I, I think it's still rather than play well than than the other way around. Right, right. Yeah, you're not you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh but to leave on a more positive note, you know, uh as far as all these sellouts and all these uh, big attendance numbers and this record-breaking mm-hmm. season that we're in currently, uh, born and raised in San Diego myself. Uh, my my father had season tickets to the Chargers since 83. I was born in 96. Knew nothing but uh, San Diego sports, you know, and for them to them be in the Padres, be the uh, last team – out of the big three major league sports still in San Diego to be uh, wearing that city's name across their chest uh, still makes me proud. And even though, you know, like we were just talking about, that this season hasn't really been up to snuff, uh, I still tune in every night. I still watch these guys ground out, uh, grind out these uh, horrible wins or horrible losses, great wins, you know, and um mm-hmm. We, we we bleed SD, man, and I, I think it's a, 
a testament to this city that we uh, stick around for our guys and then all, all the smack talk, all the down putting of this team or, or all the, all the positives, all the high notes and every, everything that we do, we still show up to the games. And um, I think, I think it really shows what kind of sports town we live in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, Brian. And thank you for the phone call. Appreciate you tuning in. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, look, look, you're, you're spot on as far as the fans being a major story of this season. Um, look, 56 sellouts, 42,000 plus in the building here tonight, a new attendance record. And I can tell you, as somebody who's been here for, you know, every home game this year, I mean, there is nothing cheap about these sellouts. I mean, th- this is not just like, you know, they're saying numbers. I mean, every night the crowds are great, whether it's been a sellout or not. It's been tremendous. And there's no doubt that when the story of 2023 is written, that the way people showed up for this team, they invested in this team, win or lose, despite the struggles of this team, despite falling short of such high expectations, it is a major, major part of the story, and I commend the fans out there for what you've done, the way you continue to show up, um, and that's even going back to last year. Now, this year has brought it to me to a, to a totally different level, a new level, but even going back to last year, I mean, the crowds were great. They were. Um, the fan support was awesome. We saw what it was like here in October. We saw the way this, you know, city erupted, you know, with with uh, with passion for this team, especially as they went on the run in, in all of it last season. And look, I'm, you know, no secret here. I'm not somebody who grew up here. I'm not. I grew up 3,000 miles away. And I have, I mean, for two years now, two seasons now, been absolutely blown away by the passion, the support here, and what the fans have done. You know, despite the record, despite where the Padres are with 11 games left to play, it is not where you thought this team would be. It's not. It's not where any of us thought this team would be. But the fans have continued to show up regardless. And for that, you deserve a lot of credit, um, you know, and uh, hopefully you you can continue to do it. Because to me, if you mix in, what we've seen as far as the crowds and as far as the support, if you can mix that in, save next year with a team that has a really special season, a team that goes and wins 90-plus games, a team that really competes for a division title. I mean, that's that's the good stuff right there. It really is. I mean, that's the, the, those are the summers you're going to remember. So we'll see what 2024 holds, but no doubt it has been tremendous here. And it brings me to an Instagram message I have here. This is from uh, Stephanie. And Stephanie's saying, hi, Sammy. Today was the last game that my mom and I are attending for this season, and it was great to see some offense. Nice to see several guys hit. Thanks for all that you do. Love listening to you, Stephanie. Hope you and your mom had a wonderful time at the game. And, uh, hey, you can always say you were at the game where the Padres set a new attendance record so stephanie thank you for tuning in very much appreciate that hope you had a wonderful time here at the game tonight all right when we come back here on the padres radio network we'll continue to take your phone calls if you want to get them in 833-288-0973 again the phone number 833-288-0973 hit me up on twitter or instagram if you'd rather get involved there at sammy lev on both and we'll also revisit in case you missed it earlier what manny machado had to say 
about his elbow situation. We'll hear what Bob Melvin had to say about it as well. I do want to replay that for you here on the postgame show in case you missed it earlier. So we'll get to all that. We'll continue to break this one down. You'll hear our play of the game, full out-of-town scoreboard, and more. As the Padres win a fifth consecutive game, final score, Padres 11, Rockies 9. Postgame show continues when we come back to Petco Park on the Padres Radio Network. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight, Padres 11 and the Rockies 9. We'll continue to break down this game. Tell you all you need to know about this one here tonight as the Padres pick up their fifth consecutive win full out of town scoreboard play of the game coming up here in just a little bit sam levitt with you inside the loft here at the western metal building at petco park if you want to squeeze in a phone call we've got a few minutes here 833-288-0973 i did want to revisit what manny machado had to say about his elbow earlier today dealing with that tennis elbow it's something that has kept him out of the lineup quite a bit here in the last uh, week or two it's something that is preventing Manny from playing third base right now and uh, we continue to get more information from Manny about that elbow here was Manny inside the clubhouse earlier today talking about the elbow this was his response to me asking him how he's feeling physically right now and how that elbow is doing yeah, not doing too great. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, as, you, as most of you guys will know, um, I kind of like staying away from the media about my injuries and just play through pain. Um, you know, but I think uh, I think we're, 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 we're kind of past that point. And you know, I've been dealing, dealing with the elbow, uh, elbow for about, you know, three, three or so months. Actually, you really want to think about it. It's been two years. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, I think it's gotten to the point where I'm going to go in the direction of having surgery pretty soon here. Um, you know, I think uh, you know, it's gotten to that point where you can't take that pain anymore. I think it's, it's, it's taking a hit on, on, on my performance. And, you know, whenever you can't perform at the highest level, um, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. And you put yourself, you put the team in a bad situation. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're moving on with, uh, you know, possibly getting surgery done and, uh, you know, move forward. How hard is that for someone who posts every day like you just to, to come to the admission that you have to have something like that done? Yeah, I mean, I was trying to avoid it as much as I can. Um, you know, it's, it's tough, and, you know, we're trying to, you know, look at different different ways where we could try to fix this. You know, we've, we've done shots, we've done therapy, we've done uh, recovery, some rest, uh, you know, and none of those have, have worked, and they kind of failed. So next alternative was surgery. We're trying to avoid it as much as we can, but, uh, you know, unfortunately it's just – you know, it's just put us in that situation, and you know what? It's probably gonna make me better. It's gonna make us all better, and uh, you know, just uh, you know, get it done, get ready for next year, and come back and be healthy. For Manny? Do you have the procedure? You, would you be able to be ready for spring training? Or would I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, we've been. I uh, think we've been pushing it a little bit too long, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 probably about a six to seven month recovery, and um, you know, hopefully that puts me puts me in line to uh, to start the year off next year. Could that happen before the end of the season? Possibly, yeah. Possibly, yeah. Do you expect to play until elimination as official? To play, plan what? To keep playing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, until I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep continue to play until uh, you know we're out. I think we, you know, we finally got four in a row. I think uh, you know that, that's a good thing, and uh, you know we got 12 left, and um, you know we, we went out, which we're all capable of doing. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see where we do it, but yeah, until until we're out, you know, we're gonna continue doing it, but. Um, you know, at some point, it's 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 
how much can I do for this team? And, uh, you know, I think surgery is probably one of the routes that I got to go with. And, you know, I hate, hate letting my team down, late heading, you know, don't like, um, you know, putting myself in this situation. I hate the DL, I hate everything. So, uh, you know, it's a tough one, but, um, you know, ultimately it's, it's, it's what's, what's best for me and what's best for the team and, and, and what's best for moving forward. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, it's a possibility that I do it before the season's over or even after. So that was Manny Machado talking about the elbow issue, that tennis elbow. And as you heard there, it sounds like Manny's getting the surgery. It's just a matter of when. Now, I think when that came out that, and we played it pregame, I think people were wondering, and, and fairly, well, considering where the Padres are realistically, the standings, the record, even with, with only 11 games left to play, and if it is going to be, you know, a, a long recovery process, six, seven months. You know, why not get the surgery right now and, and not waste any time so you're, you're you know, you're ready for next season as, as early as possible, um, which is a, a fair, you know, a fair thing to wonder. Here was Bob Melvin before the game. Uh, he was asked why Manny wouldn't just get the surgery now and wait until the offseason actually begins. Here's what Bob Melvin had to say. Because he wants to be out there for his team right now. So, you know, we'll see where it goes in the next few days. But, you know, as long as there's a slight chance and we're not eliminated, he wants to play as much as he can for his team. So I think that's probably an ongoing conversation depending on how the team does here, whether it's this homestand or not. Um, But I think with what less than two weeks left in the season, the timeline wouldn't be affected that much. you know, like I said, maybe a little bit into spring training, but certainly not. It doesn't look like it hopefully would linger into the season. So that was Bob Melvin talking about Manny and the elbow and the surgery. Look, I think I think it's probably a little bit more complex than just saying, you know, why wouldn't he get the surgery right now? Um, I do understand the other side of it. Um, we talked with Tony in the pregame about it, uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. earlier today uh, in the pregame about it, and, and I asked Tony, you know, to, you know, sort of give me the other side of, of the argument, right, to not get it right now and take me inside a, a, an athlete, a competitor's mind. And I, I just do think that there is, there I, I do see the other side of it. And also, if the two weeks remaining in this season, let's say Manny got the surgery two weeks from now, the Monday after the season's over, right? Um, if that truly will have no effect on when he's ready for 2024, then then whatever. Um, but I do understand if you're wondering out there the other way, if it would have an effect, then why not get it right away? But uh, Manny wants to play, wants to stay in the lineup. He wants to continue playing for this team. It sounds like until they're mathematically eliminated and you know that is part of what makes Manny Manny right makes him um, the guy that the Padres you know extended and and signed to a long-term deal and has allowed him to have to this point a Hall of Fame type career is uh, his mentality and the way he plays the game and the way he the way he plays a lot right we took one of the great things about Manny as we've talked about extensively before is that he posts. He's in there every day, plays through pain, and you could hear it as he as he talked about it before the game. This is that was not something Manny typically does. Get that in depth into an injury and a process of evaluating the injury 
and what he's going through and what might happen. That that's that's rare, at least in my two years here uh, around this team. So you know, it was uh, it's interesting to hear Manny talk about that. It sounds like he's getting the surgery, but uh, hopefully, whether it's you know next week or a couple of weeks from now or whenever, hopefully. Uh, there is no uh, difference as far as being ready for 2024. Certainly hope so. So that was uh, sort of uh, all the audio and uh, what you missed earlier today uh, about Manny Machado and that elbow. All right, back to what happened here tonight. Padres 11, Rockies 9, Padres win their fifth consecutive game. Let's take a quick look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. Everything has gone final in the Major Leagues today. Dodgers beat the Tigers 8-3 in L.A. J.D. Martinez, two home runs in that game for the Dodgers. It was the Mariners over the A's, 5-0 in Oakland. Orioles beat the Astros 8-7 in Houston. Cedric Mullins, a three-run home run in the ninth inning in that game for Baltimore. Red Sox beat the Rangers 4-2 in Arlington. Cardinals beat the Brewers 1-0 in St. Louis. Adam Wainwright got his 200th win in that game. Congratulations to Adam Wainwright. As he uh, gets ready to retire, he will retire with at least 200 wins. Phillies beat the Braves 7-1 in Atlanta. Kyle Schwarber hit a 483-foot home run. One of five Philly home runs in that game. He hit it 483. Phillies beat the Braves in Atlanta 7-1. White Sox beat the Nationals 6-1 in D.C. Mets beat the Marlins 2-1 in Miami. Jeff McNeil, a home run in the ninth inning, propelling New York to a win. Reds beat the Twins 7-3 in Cincinnati. And the Royals beat the Guardians in Kansas City 6-4. That's a look at the full out-of-town scoreboard on this Monday. Now let's hear our play of the game. What was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? This is the play of the game. Presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, Heating and Air, Flood and Restoration. Because we know how. Here's the 1-0. Camposano hits it in the air to deep left. Jones is back. Going to watch. Going to go. Three-run homer, Luis Camposano. Padres are back in front. It's 5-3 here in the third. One of three home runs the Padres would hit in this ball game here tonight. Luis Camposano, the three-run home run. He continues to play very, very well. And that was our play of the game. Big swing. Cooper had a two-run home run in the second. And Aggie Rosario, the other home run in the fourth inning, as the Padres in total score 11 runs on 15 hits. As we've illustrated, Rockies made it rather interesting. Two in the sixth inning, two in the eighth inning, two in the ninth inning. They would get the go-ahead runs to the plate in the ninth inning. My goodness. But Josh Hader shutting the door, picking up his 30th save of the season, and the Padres walked away with a win. couple of offensive notes before we go. This is the second career 100-plus RBI season for Juan Soto. He had 110 in 2019. He's now got 100 and presumably will end up with quite a bit more than 100 with 11 games left to play. Padres have scored 10 or more runs four times in their last 10 games. They lead the major leagues in runs per game in the month of September at 6.5. So they continue to hit the ball extremely well as a group. Another note here on Juan Soto. Soto joins Aaron Judge, as the only other active player with multiple 30 home run, 100 RBI, 
in 100 walk seasons. Soto has hit all those marks here in 2023. Judge did it in 2022 and 2017. So that's some very good company for Juan Soto. And also, Juan Soto became the 40th player in Major League history with two or more of those seasons. That's pretty impressive. So two or more seasons of at least 30 home runs, 100 RBIs, and 100 walks. So more good stuff for Juan Soto as he continues to have a very, very strong month of September. And <laughs> the numbers are are starting to look awfully good for Juan. The, the average may be a little bit lower than what you'd like for his reputation, but still 267 batting average, 32 home runs, now 100 RBIs, 404 on base percentage, 909 OPS. Tell you what, if that's a quote-unquote down year, that's one heck of a down year for a 24-year-old. So, very good stuff from Juan Soto. More of it here tonight with uh, the two RBI base hits, picking up two RBIs, now 100 even on the season. Taking a look at tomorrow's game. Same time, same place. 6.40 p.m. first pitch here at Petco Park or Ecowater SoCal. Padres pregame show begins at 5.40. On the mound for the Rockies tomorrow. Right-hander Ryan Feltner and on the mound for the Padres. Left-hander Blake Snell making his push for a second Cy Young Award. He was terrific last week against the Dodgers in L.A., and we'll see what Snell can do against this Rockies lineup tomorrow. First pitch at 6.40, Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show at 5.40, and, of course, the Padres going for a sixth consecutive win. Final totals here tonight for the Padres. 11 runs, 15 hits, one error they left on seven. For the Rockies, nine runs, 13 hits, two errors they left on nine. Winning pitcher Michael Waka, who improves to 12-4. and four. Losing pitcher Ty Block, who drops the three and two. And Josh Hader came in to get one out in the ninth inning, but picked up his 30th save of the season. Time of game, three hours, 13 minutes. And the crowd, the 56th sellout here at Petco Park in 2023. And it helps set a new Petco Park attendance record, 42,062. If you missed any of our post-game show, you can listen back to all of it on the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast. Until tomorrow, for our great studio coordinator, Matty Rhodes, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. The final score, the Padres 11 and the Rockies 9. Talk to you tomorrow.